Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Between Heaven and Earth, an internet radio talk show where we help you connect spirit and divine guidance. Lisa Kay, your host, brings you shows that can enhance and transform your life with tips and new ideas for more happiness, abundance, and better relationships. Lisa is an expert on intuition and can show you how to strengthen your inner guidance to empower yourself. Each show is positive and uplifting to inspire your day. Her guest speakers are specialists on self-help, positive thinking, spirituality, and conscious living. Be the best that you can be with Between Heaven and Earth, conscious living for your soul. And angel blessings to everyone. Our show today is called How Intuition Can Fulfill Your Life. Now, a few months ago, I wrote a blog post called What My 96-Year-Old Dad Taught Me About How to Live. And, well, I have some sad news. Daddy passed away a couple weeks ago. And that's why I skipped the podcast last week. But I'm back. And uh, today... My mind is filled with uh, things I have to do for my dad's memorial. And as I was sitting here thinking of what to write for his eulogy, I wanted to share with you a little bit about my dad's interesting life. Dad was the one that launched me on the quest to learn more and ultimately uh, to learn all about intuition, our transcendental nature, which allows us to touch beyond our bodies. It's how we can access vast consciousness and knowledge that we you know that's beyond us. So I wanted to share with you, uh, because Daddy influenced me so much, and um, he was, I, I kind of like feel like I identify with him because um, he was very curious, and he was also always teaching me, and I got my, a lot of my intellectual curiosity from him. So I wanted to share a little bit about dad and uh, also kind of how this all connects to some of the things that I've been bringing you about spirituality and conscious living. So my father's family was what we call overseas Chinese. And I guess we still are, not was, but we are overseas Chinese. And the overseas Chinese immigrated around the globe to seek know, better life, like most immigrants. So my dad's family uh, ended up in Jamaica, the West Indies, where he was born. And he grew up in a family that owned grocery stores and bakeries and, and were, I guess, in that, in that sense, you know, entrepreneurs. His mother's side of the family was actually came to that part of the world. I'm sure you're fascinated a little bit, but whenever I tell people, they're a little surprised that he was born in the West Indies, even though he's Chinese. Well, my his mother uh, was the daughter of an indentured laborer, and his father came from oh southern China to you know to I guess seek his fortune in. And Dad had a very classical 
I guess, hardworking Chinese family life. And most of the children were not expected to go to college, but were expected more to help the family business. And that's how dad started. He started out very young, working in the family business. But his incessant curiosity and intellect, I believe, drove him to learn so many things on his own. He was a self-taught person, a self-made man, and he was always trying to learn. Now, in spite of a, a devastating injury to his head, he uh, was kicked by a horse when he was two years old. He survived, Dad survived, and he showed that his intellect didn't suffer at all from that wound that almost took his life. In fact, the story goes that when he was two, the, the reason why he kicked, uh, the horse kicked him was his, one of his brothers or cousins um, gave him a little uh, piece of, a long piece of grass or, or something or stick to, to tickle the horse with, and he tickled it, and of course the horse kicked back and kicked him. And he was only two. And the interesting thing was that... Um, his mom took him to a Western doctor to, you know, of course, because of the injury, and uh, they didn't know what to do. In fact, they told uh, my grandmother to prepare his funeral. Well, my grandmother wouldn't take that, and so she wouldn't give up. And so what she did was she took him to a Chinese herbalist, and he created a um, some medicine, a poultice that Dad said, that he very rarely creates and uh, is very powerful and they put it on the wound and it it, um, healed him. And so that's how he survived. But dad was, um, well, so that's the story he loves to tell. And, you know, it's interesting because I always, always see that uh, scar on dad, but on his head, but um, to me it was just, you know, I didn't know. That's just the way he looked. Um, but dad was always interested in how things worked. And I was always interested in that. I think I believed I inherited my infinite curiosity from him. And in spite, again, of his injury, he, he, his intellect didn't suffer at all. He was always learning on his own and he was always studying. Now he spent uh, his, some of his teenage years in Hong Kong. And he would tell me stories of some mystical things that he saw in demonstrations by some Qigong masters. And he would see some extraordinary demonstrations of mind over matter. And he also wanted to learn how to do that. It just, it is really just, I uh, thought was amazing. And they showed, they demonstrated feats of strength and impenetrability. And dad asked them if they would teach him. And they said they would, but he had to swear that he wouldn't share it with anybody else. So he did. Then one day, he and his brother were walking through some back streets of the city. And back then, there were gangs that roamed the streets looking for trouble. And Daddy and his brother inadvertently ran into them in an empty alleyway. So now they were surrounded, and the gang leader challenged them to a fight. Now, thinking quickly, Dad, he he looked around him, he said, and he spied some bricks lying on the ground, and he said, wait, are you sure you want to do this? Let me show you something. So he placed his hand on top of this low wall, and then he piled up several bricks on the top, on the back of his hand. And with his right hand, he took another brick, and with one 
quick swoop, he smashed it on top of the other bricks that were stacked on his hand. And the bricks all crumbled to pieces. But his hand was left unscathed. He, was, he showed them his unhurt hand. And then the, the gang members, they all ran away. So he, he loves to tell that story. But that was sort of one of the stories he tells about how he was fascinated with how do these things happen. And I found that story fascinating, but it made me realize more about, you know, there are all these mysteries in life that we can't explain. And, and so that kind of piqued my curiosity. Dad, too, he wasn't satisfied that there wasn't an explanation. So he always searched for answers, too. Now, Dad went on to study engineering, physics, and math, and he eventually became a college professor after a long series of it's a long actually very interesting story but I won't go into it here um, but the fact is is that he was always so interested in how things work and and I, I guess I inherited that from him you know that's why I studied science and uh, all the sciences and, and also engineering um, but dad also wanted to know you know why are we here and he also had the bigger question you know what is what is life all about and I had that same question too now, to understand something, Daddy always broke things down into its basic parts. He always said, if you understand the fundamentals, then it's going to explain a lot of the more complicated things that are, you know, piled up on top. So he would always break it down into to these simple basic parts as best he could. And so this is how he explained some of his answers to me. So Dad taught me that we're pure energy and consciousness. And that is part of our soul, which is our higher self. And that higher self is part of a larger sea of universal consciousness that makes up everything. You might say that everything is all that is, or universe, or God, even though he never used the word God. And he would love to quote from Seth. And this is a quote from Seth, which I really think is very much what uh, describes your soul and your higher self. So here's a quote. The soul portion of you resides in other dimensions beyond the physical level. The soul portion of you is the most highly motivated, most highly energized, most potent consciousness unit in any universe. Your soul, the soul that you are, that you are a part of, is far more creative, miraculous phenomenon that you can possibly imagine. Your soul possesses more wisdom, knowledge, information, and strength than you could ever be consciously aware of. You cannot lose it. It is indestructible. Your own personality as you know it, that portion of you that you consider most precious, most uniquely you, will never be destroyed or lost. So that's an explanation, and, you know, Dad uh, loved that. And he also believed that everything was made up of energy and that energy cannot be created nor destroyed and that we are made of that energy and that same energy makes up the universe and everything in it. Our thoughts are energy, our consciousness is energy. And this also explains the law of attraction, we create everything around us through our thoughts, right? And so what we think is what we create and what we attract to us. 
because everything is made of that same energy. And our world starts with our mind perceiving the world and then our thoughts co-created along with universal consciousness. And Dad would always say, you are what you think. And that was one of his favorite quotes. You are what you think and that you create your own reality. And uh, you attract you through your thoughts what it is you want in life. So what does all of this have to do with intuition? Well, intuition is one way explain how we can access this universal consciousness. If we are in communication with it, we can co-create in a better, more efficient way. And you can feel that you have some comfort in that and that you're now connected and that it's like always having someone there to support you, that someone always has your back, that you're always connected, you always have guidance. Now, whether it's from your higher self, your soul, or whatever you want to call it, say your guides or your angels, it's very comforting. It has a lot of um, solace in it. So that's why intuition is, in my mind, the key to living life. It is the bond, that communication link, the knowing and being completely immersed in the zone or the vortex, if you want to say, call it that, that vortex of all that is. So we can live a great life because now you're connected and know and have a knowing of where it is you were supposed to be. You have that connection to your higher self, to your soul, to all that is. And there is a bigger picture out there than what we are commonly thinking of in our day-to-day lives. There is a grander orchestration that I believe is there. And it's also nice to know that, okay, so I'm not the one who is has the responsibility of complete control, that there is control that's beyond me that I'm just kind of working with and that, hey, you know, I don't have to do everything myself and I just have to be in sync with it. With it. I just need to know which way it wants me to go. And perhaps that's why intuition is giving you guidance as opposed to telling you exactly what to do because you're on that path with all that is that's being created as you're moving along in co-creation. I was on Dr. Pat's radio show today. Uh, She interviewed me and she used a quote from my book, which I had actually forgotten, (laughs) but it's very appropriate here. And the quote is, developing your intuition can change your world. Dad would agree. If you want to change your world and connect to the universe and you need to develop your intuition, use it. Use it so that you can be connected to all that is and know where it is that you need to go. And if you want to connect to your intuition, you can get my book at intuitionondemandbook.com. You can find out about it there. Uh, it's very, it has everything that I learned about and some of what Daddy taught me about intuition and, and what we just spoke about. Um, and that's kind of what, why we're here. So I wanted to thank you all for listening to Between Heaven and Earth. You've been listening to my podcast that uh, is Conscious Living for Your Soul. And that's our show for today, How Intuition Can Fulfill Your Life.
Angel blessings to everyone. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening in. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly.